This is Henry Hall. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the Tennessee Titans. And the first W of the year. This and much more. Live with Aaron Josh Yo, 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 what's up, yo? There's up, victory yo? in Nashville. Oh, victory, oh, victory. You guys realize this is the first uh, preseason victory since night, or 2005? Yes, dude. Yeah. And I uh, wonder how many people out there, like, turned off the TV or the radio. Because, you know, down at two minutes left in the game, there was we were still down six to nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kind of like that game against the Cowboys a couple years ago where they threw those two touchdown passes to Santana Moss in the last two minutes or so. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Thank the you. the 11th hour. Um, let's get right into this, and let's go ahead and give our game balls and kicks in the balls for the week. Well, okay. You go ahead, dude. You're the host with the most. The host with the most. All right, dude. What? My game ball is going to go to number 75, Calvin Armstrong, for that brilliant play housing uh, the quarterback at the end of the game so that his teammate would have a shot at getting the ball in the end zone. Yeah, dude. dude, We were were talking about this before the podcast, dude. You said that once he fumbled, he was no longer the quarterback. Yeah. Well, all right. So, so for housing that dude that was once the quarterback at the beginning of the play, it was brilliant. Okay, that was a heads-up play. Yeah, it I was. Mean, you, when you saw the replay of it, uh, it was very obvious that he saw he had no chance of getting the ball, that the quarterback was going to land right on the ball, and he wasn't going to be able to get the ball, but he was going to be able to knock the quarterback around so he couldn't pick it up cleanly, and that's exactly what he did, allowing other players to get into the play. Mm-hmm. And eventually allowing for Brian Westbrook's brother to jump on it in the end zone. Byron. Byron. Who names their kids Byron and Brian? Man, that's some confusing stuff right there. Someone so just start yelling. <laughs> How many times in their household growing up did they say, You talking to me? You talking to me or you talking to Brian? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Are you talking to me? Because I thought you said Byron. <laughs> How many times do they get away with stuff? Because they're like, oh, man. Yeah, I'm that's sorry. what I was thinking. I'm sorry, Mom. I thought you told Byron to do it. I yeah. told Byron to do it. Yeah, you told Byron to clean his room, not me. <laughs> Sounded like Byron. Yeah, I'm sure the parents, after, after a few years, the parents are really regretting that decision. <laughs> <laughs> That's like if uh, if my name was Baron and Aaron was Aaron. And Baron. <laughs> Baron and Aaron. Baron. <laughs> or how about Darren? Baron, Baron and John. What about Darren? Darren, Aaron, and John. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dude. Anywho, all right, so there's your game ball. My kick in the balls? No big surprise here. Number eight. Mark Brunel. Oh, man. Otherwise known as by some of our listeners as 
Ocho Stinko. Things. One of the uh, one of the listener, one of you listeners, has uh, put on the website. In a while. Put that on there. Pretty, uh, Forrest George. Forrest George. Yeah, he put that on there. On a comment <laughs> okay. on one of the posts. Okay. That was pretty funny. Yeah. And exactly right, dude. He's horrible. Uh, dude, what do you? I think he wrote on there. It was kind of interesting. It made me crack up. He said, "Mark Brunel looked like he was in slow motion." <laughs> that's, that's a really great way to describe him, and that's how he has looked. And you know he. What really sucks is you know that Joe Gibbs, for some reason, is going to keep him on the roster. Like, we have to pray that he gets injured so bad they have to put him on injured reserve sometime before the preseason is over. Well, I think he's probably got, you know, a lot of smarts in his head. He just can't make his body, you know, convey that. Yeah, I mean, he used to be a really, really, really good quarterback. I mean, when you look at his stats and stuff, they were showing some of them on the TV. I mean... You know, just he's up there with some of the some of the classic guys on some you know on, on some of these categories. But it's like I think he's just you know his time has passed. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's as the quarterback of the Jaguars, he was awesome for a number of years. He was he was one of the best quarterbacks, I don't know, top ten in the league for a number of years. And, and I was really excited when he was coming to the Redskins until I saw him play for a year. <laughs> Once got here, I was I was still was one of the <laughs> Jaguars. Dude, this is all I have to say about that. Last people to stop rooting for him. This is all I have to say about that, dude. He played against the same scrubs that Collins played against for what twenty five minutes in the second half. Yeah, Collins probably. comes in in the last five minutes, goes five for five, marches the team down the field, and gets a touchdown. Against the same defense, but I, yeah. I thought I think we talked about this before. I thought that uh, Todd Collins, after his bad first preseason game last year, he really showed a lot after that. It was like a completely different quarterback going to as the uh, preseason progressed after that first game. And uh, uh, he's definitely, if I were the coach, he'd definitely be the number two, no doubt. Number two. But then again, maybe they're going to put him at number three and put Jordan Carson, Jordan Palmer on the uh, on the practice squad. Maybe they'll move Mark Brunel to the practice squad. How did Casey <laughs> Bramley get cut, man? Did, <laughs> did we talk about that? Yeah, we did. Unfair. There's not enough room for that many quarterbacks, dude. Yeah, five quarterbacks is too many. But I mean, like I said, I think they cut Bramlett. To hopefully, give him a chance somewhere else. But I don't know if he's going to get that chance. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean that could be it. In all fairness, it's like, you know, he's good. Somebody's going to pick him up and and give him a, a more lucrative contract, and the Redskins will be able to give him. You know, they they've got guys under contract. You know, they're committed to Jason Campbell, Mark Brunell. You know, Joe Gibbs okay. likes to keep him around. Todd Collins. You know, Al Saunders likes to keep him around. You got basically you got two clipboard holders there. And then you got the uh, <laughs> then you got the young Palmer kid, and um, you know there's just not enough room for somebody else. And I and I hope Bramlett goes somewhere and does really well. Who knows? He might come back around to the Redskins at some point. You never know. Knows. Very true. Kind of like James Thrash came back around to the Redskins. But I was trying to figure out who holds a better clipboard: Ocho Stinko or Todd Collins. 
Ty Collins? Probably Ty Collins. Ocho Stinko needs to go home, man. Yeah, he does. He, he, it's about that time. Um, you know, after last year, he was all like, yeah, well, I'm going to see what my options are. I'd really like to start somewhere. And it became very obviously, very obvious very quickly in the offseason that no one in there, no one was going to give him a shot as a number one uh, quarterback. Not even the Raiders. Well, the Raiders had the number one pick, too, so they were like, straight right, up. who hasn't signed yet. He's still better than Ocho. <laughs> Oh, Joel. Oh. Well, since we're talking about quarterbacks, let me give my um, let me give my kick. Uh, my kick goes to those guys who are supposed to be protecting the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, like Stephon Hare. He was well, on that third and eight play. He thought Stephon Hare, man, he, he got he got busted up and thrown thrown aside a good handful of times. Well, dude, the worst was that third and long play. And it was like he was playing run blocking (laughs) on an obvious pass play. And his uh, the end over there just came right in and housed Jason Campbell on the blind side. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and a couple other times I looked at him and it was like almost he just like gave up. It's like he blocked and he blocked. He's like, he must have thrown the ball by now. And then yeah, like the motor went aside, and the guy's like, "Thanks, crush." Yeah, a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, and then he would see him, and he'd stop, and then he'd start running again because he'd realize the play wasn't over. <laughs> <laughs> he might be the new Derek Dockery, the new well, Dockery. He well, he's not supposed to be a starter anyway. Hopefully, hopefully, we'll get Samuels back in time. Yeah, really. Speaking of the line, some quick notes uh, out of training camp today, which is Monday the thirteenth. Um, I think it looks like Hare is going to start again this weekend, but Todd <laughs> Wade is not going to be starting. Mike Pacillo or Pacillo, I think it's Pacillo. Um, the the heavy jumbo tight end um, is supposed to be taking over for Todd Wade at left guard this week and this weekend against the Steelers. So we'll see if there's any improvement there. Dude, that's but, pretty um, bad. Man, that should be maybe a should, thing. Yeah, man. I mean, maybe they should put Todd Wade at the end where he belongs. Dude, that's pretty bad if you're a guard and you get, like, ousted by a tight end for your position. <laughs> well, he's a, he's always played tackle. He's never played guard before, so I don't know if they'll stick him on the end or what. But I guess it all depends on what Mike Pacillo does this weekend. They should have paid Dockery, like I said. Hmm. Well, since, since that's my kick, let me go ahead and get my game ball, and that's going to go, you know, because I'm a D guy. i got to go to London Fletcher on the game ball. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, he, he was, was all awesome. over the place. And we talked about last week, we were like, what was up with London Fletcher and the scrimmage and all that kind of stuff? And, uh, you know, this week, man, he was just everywhere. He and actually, he and Rocky McIntosh both, they they just both seem, seem to end up uh, being there at the end of every play almost. So um, I'm going to uh, give the old game ball there to uh, Mr. Fletcher. Yeah, dude, he was everywhere. He was like... It was kind of like in the old days when Daryl Green played, even if you didn't see him make the tackle, he was always on the screen at least. Uh-huh. Yeah. He'd always show up, yep. It was kind of like that. London Fletcher was on the screen at every tackle. If he didn't make it, he was close to it. Yep. And what about LaRon Landry, like housing, um, whatever their second string, oh, Kerry Collins. <laughs> 
Dude, he house he like tacoed him in half, man. <laughs> like Gary Collins still played. He still played. I'm like, it's the battle of the Collinses for the second uh, for the backup guys. Oh man, I, I mean, I just when I heard Gary Collins was coming in, I just started laughing. I was like, that dude still plays. It's kind of like hearing that old man Brad Johnson went to Dallas. Oh man, did anyone else? Did anyone see that? And I when I flipped through the channels and saw the Dallas game on, I was like, is that Brad Johnson? <laughs> Did he grow up a Redskins fan? What the hell's wrong with him? All I know is if I grew up a Redskins fan like I did, and my last choice before retirement was playing for the Cowboys, I'd choose retirement without even a second thought. Yeah, I mean, that's a brainer. <laughs> Old man Johnson. <laughs> All right, I got, to, I got to figure out some games and kicks here. Uh, my game ball, they must have offered him like a lucrative Geritol Package uh, endorsement <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> a lucrative Geritol endorsement. Centrum <laughs> Silver endorsement. <laughs> All the Centrum Silver you can shake it. <laughs> I guess my game ball, I'm going to put my game ball to, uh, I guess, to the defense. For Even though Vince Young wasn't in, um, they held the defense to, what, three points in the first half, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure. Dude, they were they were all over. They were like swarming like bees. Yeah. At every running play, there was like three or four dudes. Yeah, every running play, there was three or four Redskins like bottling them up near the line of scrimmage. Yeah, that's a great way to describe it, Aaron, is, is swarming. They were swarming everywhere. And Lendon Fletcher coming in, I forget what the, what the play was, but the running back for the, uh, the Titans, I think it was Chris Henry, came running up. And Lendon Fletcher hit him right at the line of scrimmage and just stood him straight up. Mm-hmm. I mean, stood him straight up. Didn't get an inch farther past it. Mm-hmm. And then they finished the play. More guys came in and finished the play. But he stuffed that spot. That was awesome. And, and Ron Landry, Ron Landry, you can hit. Mm-hmm. Oh, you yeah. hit, I think. <laughs> you know, like we said before, um, um, Greg Williams doesn't usually put people on the fast track, as uh, an article was saying today online, but it looks like he might be on the fast track to starting. And well, you know what else, though, too? You know, I was thinking about this, talking about the D. Um, another uh, another old man we've been talking about, you know, possibly being traded was, uh, you know, in Sean Springs, and he was out there doing his thing, man. You know, I saw Sean Springs on a couple of occasions that he you know, looked pretty young and spry to me. So... Sean Springs came out of nowhere to house that uh, wide receiver on the wide receiver screen. Yep. And, the, D, uh, the D looked pretty good, you know, and the funny thing is is that um, we kept, for some reason they kept talking about how the defense was having these problems and so on and so forth, but, you know, if you look at the score, yeah, they were up by six. It was six to nothing. But the only people, the only guy that they had doing any offense for them was their kicker. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, they scored two field goals. We scored two touchdowns, and we yeah. missed a field goal. Go yeah, we missed a field goal too. Yeah, and like, and and the big thing was, you know, Vince Young didn't play, and that would have made a difference. But I mean, Tim Rattay is not a bad quarterback, and he was the starter basically for the Titans. He's not a bad quarterback at all. Right. He's a pretty quality guy. I mean, I'm not saying he's the second coming of Vince Young by far, but he's a quality player. Dude. So it wasn't like they were starting against, you know, Andrew Walter. Is he better than Ocho Stinka? 
Yes. He's much better than Ocho Cinco. And speaking of, that's who my kid goes to, and I don't want to talk about him anymore because it pisses <laughs> me off that someone may lose a roster spot because they can't cut because they won't cut him. I know, dude. Yep. I would be yep. remiss if I did not point out how crappy the running game was. Yeah, that's a very good point. The running game was pretty uh, stagnant. Yeah, you know, I really expected to see more out of. Um... Um, Laylock? I don't, I don't know. You know. Honestly, I thought that uh, the, the best guy that we saw all night, and maybe it's just me, was, um, what's his name? Marcus, the Mason guy, right? Marcus Mason. Yeah, Marcus Mason. Um, you know, he had a couple of really nice runs, and, like, where he made decisions where he's going one way, and he gets stood up and just says, all right, I'll just turn around and go the other way. Um yeah, but he was playing against the scrubs, dude, so it's kind of hard yeah, to do. a lot of times when you get those stand-up plays like you were talking about, like against first-string defenses, you don't get to come around the other way because there's pursuit coming around already. You know, you see a lot of that at the dead time. But, yeah, you're right. He did. He I did, thought he was uh, making some nice cut-and-juke moves, you know. I mean, yeah. his legs were planted solid. I thought he just, you know, he looked good, you know. So. Dude, you know what else looked good? That beautiful pass from Campbell to Santana Moss. That was nice. And and Todd uh, Collins had a uh, uh, a good a nice pass. Todd Collins really has a good uh, he has a good right up, right up the middle of the field. Yeah, he has a good, good a good feel for the timing of the offense because he's been with Al Saunders for so long. He really he really has the timing down well. John, did you see the depth chart? Have they reorganized it? Because there's no way after that game Brunel could be second. I haven't seen the depth chart, but I don't think they last week they didn't put it out till Tuesday. So. If Joe, in all fairness, if Joe Gibbs is being fair to his team, he would have moved Brunel down after that performance. There's no question. Yeah, and I mean, you know, the Dan, even the Danny is probably like, oh, I really want him to move down, but he doesn't want to step on, step on the toes. But as of right now, Brunel's still number two on the depth chart. Yeah, number two is a fitting for him too. The Danny didn't even get to see that second touchdown because they showed him leaving after the first one. What's up with that? I thought he was a true fan. <laughs> <laughs> True fans did not turn off the game before it's over. And they were like, well, there goes Dan Snyder. He must be heading down to the locker room. Crazy. Yeah, so if any of you guys out there listening right now turned off the game before the end, shame on you. You're not true fans. Shame on you. Shame on you. Always watch to the end because you never know. Santana Moss is going to have two awesome catches in front of Roy Williams to end the game. Yeah, if any of you guys out there... It's great that we won this game and all of this said, you know, that's fine. But was it a great game for the Redskins? No. I thought it was, I I thought it was a good game for the defense. And I yeah, thought it was good to show how bad the offense sucks still. Yes. I thought it was important for the Redskins to win that game after last year at all costs. That's why I was happy to see Bru- or, uh, Joe Gibbs leave the... Uh, Starters in so long in the first half. Mm-hmm. Because they were sucking. They they didn't deserve to come out yet, basically. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like the Titans left most of their first guys in there for the first half, too. Yeah, yeah remember, the, right. remember the Titans? I remember the Titans last year when they came back to beat the Redskins in a game. Of one of the many games the Redskins should have won. Was we were at that damn game. Was that the one where I got really mad? Yeah, that's what you, we brought your dad. Oh, yeah. right. We couldn't get too mad. <laughs> I got pretty mad at that game, though. 
That's the one where I said I wasn't ever going to a Redskins game again, remember? <laughs> yeah, that's right. You were all mad. You were pretty mad about that. Yeah, I remember that. It's a, uh, you know, it's a long trek. Remember the Titans. That's right. Remember the Titans. Those are our, our I, guess, I guess the only other notes going on this week, I haven't heard of any cuts, really. Well, there are a couple scrubs that got cut because they signed, uh, <laughs> for those of you who have played fantasy football for a while, you'll recognize the name Todd Pinkston. <laughs> because he's the one guy that like the 12th team in your league that's really hurt for a third receiver would always pick up <laughs> dude what about Keyshawn could we sign him I thought I, did, I thought someone else signed him oh maybe know, but the Redskins they signed Todd Peakston in a defensive end named Matthias Askew yeah, did um, they sign him because like because Andre Carter forgot to forgot he had a game on Saturday. Was Andre Carter playing? Did anyone out there actually see Andre Carter play? Oh, I didn't hear anything about him. Yeah. Didn't hear about him. Didn't see him. <laughs> no, I remember seeing Ronaldo win playing. I think we were only playing with ten on the D. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Josh, you brought that up. You were like, "Did he play? Where's Andre Carter?" Hey, dudes, John, did I hear you correctly when you said that James Thrash is officially the number three receiver? No, he's not officially, but he really should be. I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, um, Avoid the Lloyd is still the number three. But I think that's part of the reason that they brought in Todd Pinkston, because, I mean, even he's playing better than Lloyd has this preseason, which is fun. Avoid, avoid the Royd. <laughs> oh, Josh, uh... The people that got cut were wide receiver Kyle Brown and your your favorite defensive tackle, Vaca Manapuna. <laughs> what? Who? Dude, he just got signed last week. Didn't he just get signed last week? I think they just re-signed him last week. He was on the practice or the he was he was in the preseason last year too. But uh, basically, they cut that receiver Brown and brought in Pinkston because they wanted someone who actually had. They said someone who had a, have a good chance to make the team. So basically, that guy Kyle Brown had no chance whatsoever. So sorry. What did you guys think of uh, Mike Espy? He hasn't. Well, I, I don't know about you guys. I he hasn't. Maybe he hasn't played as much this preseason, but he sure hasn't made the splash that he did last year. He's not the. Uh, he's not the player du jour. He's all right. He made a few catches the other night. Yeah. He had that one that. Um, I think that uh, Jason Campbell threw that he. I thought I was like, if that was Santana Moss, he would have caught it. But yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Do we, like he was, we, ju- it was just a step in front of him. Like, like, like maybe, maybe if he had really, really stretched out for it, he maybe could have pulled it in. Who's that big old tight end that we brought out of retirement last year that we signed for like Fourier? Kozlowski. Kozlowski. What happened to him? I think he re-retired. He re-retired. <laughs> <laughs> I think he re-retired. They got Todd Yoder in there. He's a pretty big guy himself. Yeah. That's right. Brian Brian Kozlowski or whatever. Yeah. yeah. BK. He was better than Fourier, man. <laughs> BK. He's sitting in his kitchen eating a double whopper. Have it your way. He did come right in and catch a touchdown, though, right? I mean... Like, right as soon as they brought him in. Remember last year? Hey, who caught who caught the touchdown last... Oh, no. Who scored on Saturday? I don't even remember. <laughs> well, yeah, Byron Westbrook scored. And Marcus Mason? Right. 
Who else? Was, who was the other score? Marcus Mason, I think. Marcus Mason. Yeah, it was. It was Marcus Mason. Yeah, yeah. it in there. That's right. On Todd Collins, like sitting out for the whole game, and then like with five minutes left, he's like, "Dude, let me show you guys how it's done." I wasn't too impressed with um, Rock Cartwright. Dude, half part of that was the offensive line. They were not opening up any holes. Yeah, I mean, we know that that sometimes Rock Cartwright can really come through as a backup running back, but you know, I mean, he his, his big thing is he's a big special teamer and a big you know he's, he's a one of those guys that fires up the team and everything. He's had a hundred yard games before, but I I wouldn't I don't know if I'd really want to rely on him to be like the third running back. No way, Blaylock, dude. Teamers. Speaking of special teamers, how about uh, Derek Frost? He was housing them. What? He was housing those punts, man. Did he what? He was housing yeah, them. Did, did you see him go down and tackle that guy? Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I was listening to Sonny and Sam, and they were like, after that tackle, Gibbs looked at him like he was crazy, and after that, we really didn't see him like go down and tackle anybody else. Dude, he didn't only tackle the dude, he forced no the fumble. He forced yeah, the fumble. It was awesome, though, because he was like, man, what, what is the problem with special teams, you know, if if your punter's got to go down and freaking tackle the guy? Yeah, that's pretty bad. Well, dude, if you remember, he was all the way over to the right side of the field, and that guy cut over there, and he just happened to be in the right place. <laughs> but then he, like, totally housed him. I mean, like... Dude, he made him fumble. I know. <laughs> Maybe he wasn't ready for it, too. But I, I don't know. I think Frost has kind of got a chip on his shoulder. He seems like that kind of guy. But maybe he's just really pissed off. Is, yeah. is it a nice, like, is it a nice chip? this huge kick, and you guys couldn't get up there to cover it. <clears throat> and just house him, you know. Yeah. Dude, is it a nice anyway, chip? Yeah, there's no backup kicker. Like, Swish him and Frost back up each other. And uh, I think part of the reason that John Hall started to suck and get injured all the time is because he loved to hit. And I, I don't want to make excuses for kickers and say they shouldn't be making contact with other players, but he loved to hit, and I think that that really led to his demise. And then if either of those guys gets hurt, you know, for the other guys, if they both get hurt, then Randall L. just goes in and kicks. And they break Brian Mitchell out of retirement. Yeah, Josh was like, who's their backup kicker? And I was like, Randall L. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, really? And I was like, well, he can do everything else. <laughs> he probably is the backup kicker. He is. He is basically. There was like wide receiver. There yeah. was like I had to kick off once back in junior high school. He ran a little probably like back in junior high. I kicked off once, and he's like, "Okay, you go in there." <laughs> Dude, Swisham kind of sucked. He hit one off the upright. Right. And right. then that's a talent though, man. And he kicked one out of bounds on a kickoff. Yeah, he was upright. Aaron, you thought he was trying to, to angle his kickoff to the corner, and he, like he went a little bit too far. Mm-hmm. I think he was trying to hit the upright. <laughs> maybe he had money riding on it. Maybe he was. Uh, maybe he and uh, Baronis, the kicker for the Titans, Mr. Baronis. Um, maybe those two. Yeah, maybe they had a thing going on. Hey, dudes, dudes, you hit the upright. You owe me dinner. They're like, let's see how accurate we really are tonight. It doesn't count. Hey dudes, do you guys hear that music? There it is. I do it. That's right, y'all. It's time for Tom's Trivia. Tom's <laughs> Trivia. Here's to you, Tom, Mr. Tom's Trivia right question writer. <laughs> Only you can craft questions 
that are so difficult, Google can't find the answer. <laughs> so crap go, crack open an ice cold bud. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, dude, it's Tom's trivia question from last week. The question was, uh, I'm trying to remember. Oh, oh, it was the two players on the Redskins roster last week that were wearing the number fifty-nine, maybe. No, seventy-seven. Seventy-seven, and it. Aaron, how come you never know the question from last week? Yeah, you know you can't rely on me to remember it. Heck, I don't know. But it doesn't matter because no one sent the answer in. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was the two people wearing seventy-seven: Randy Thomas and uh, Randy Thomas too, <laughs> and Chris Wilson, I think. Chris Wilson, yeah. And the people wearing that fifty numbers, one of them was named something Trucks. Anthony Trucks. And I forget the other dude. The, the other one was, was London Fletcher. Oh, yeah, London Fletcher. And there was a number of the 20s, wasn't it? Tony Trump. Yeah, the, that was 23, and it was Marcus Mason and Omar Stoutmeyer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Omar. How could we forget that after that Ravens scrimmage? I don't know. Oh, we suck. And after Marcus Mason was, you know, the one that scored the touchdown, and we didn't confuse yeah. him with Omar Stoutmeyer like the Ravens announcers did last week. Wait a minute! It took them like a whole minute. They're like, "Wait, I don't think that's Omar Stoudemire. He's a safety." I know. And then they're like, "I think." <laughs> then they're like, "My best guess is it's Liddell Betts wearing number twenty-three." Yeah, because our players like to switch numbers around. <laughs> but they couldn't figure out how to do it this week because they were locked up. <laughs> the players or the jerk? <laughs> well, it was Ray Lewis that made the comment. So you you go decide. Uh, do we have a question this week? Did we get one? Um, no, I didn't get one from Tom. He must be on vacation, so let's make one up on our own. All right, break, break out the yokes question again. <laughs> All right, here's the question for this week, Tom's trivia. Brandon Lloyd allegedly eats 20 white egg whites a day. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, what does he do with the yolks? Seriously, we gotta come up with a better question. But, but seriously, if you guys do know the answer to that, you should please call us in at two zero two six five seven Hale and and leave us an answer. And it doesn't have to be correct. You can you can make it up. Oh yeah. Okay. You just want to put you on the air, telling us what Brandon Lloyd avoids does Lloyd does with his egg yolks. <laughs> I got a trivia question. Who is the voice of the Washington Redskins? Who is the self-proclaimed voice of the Washington Redskins? Isn't that Frank Herzog? Well, it's supposedly, but I said proclaimed. Frank Herzog is, is the true, but who is who is the? Uh, you said you said the self-proclaimed voice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got you. I don't remember that guy's name. I tune him out. I don't know. I just know that he doesn't seem to be able to add two single-digit numbers to make ten. Be like, oh, he went about seven yards. Oh, it's second and four. Oh, he went about eight yards. Oh, it's second and three. Oh, he's off by like a yard. Like he, I, I, I don't know why. Seriously, I have a real trivia question. Larry. <laughs> In the 1987 season, 
game number four. Name not only the team that the Redskins were playing, but where they played and who made the second score of the game and why that score was so important. What year was that? 1987. Fourth game? 87. Game number four. Who scored the second score of the game and why was that score important? Because they won. Don't give anything away, John. Oh, sorry, sorry, guys. That sorry. is the trivia question. All right. Um, okay. That's a good so one, dude. <laughs> if you know the answer, um, go ahead and send it in. I know who they played, though. To Red, to Redskins fan at AryHogFootball.com. That's right. H-A-R-R-Y HogFootball.com. Or as always, you can call us on the Harry Hog Hotline, 202-657-HALE, H-A-I-L, and leave us a message. Yeah, we don't ever answer that. Just leave a message. And Just if it's funny, we'll put it on the air. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Well, this weekend we got, coming up, 8 o'clock, Saturday night, Redskins Steelers. I think the Steelers are also celebrating us, 75 years of existence. Um, yeah. Season as well, so it'll be the, the battle of two classic classic football teams from the fro from the frozen tundra of Pittsburgh, coming to town with their Dane Bramage quarterback. Hey, where are they playing? In Pittsburgh? Um, I think they're playing in Washington. Good. When's the last time the Steelers came to town? I don't know, but they won. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, I do believe, yeah, they're playing uh, in Washington the next two weeks. Oh, good. Randall Randall L is going to be pumping it up. Uh Uh-huh. That's right. His old team. Yeah, man. Cool. Don't forget that, guys and girls out there. It'll be on TV. It'll be on Comcast. Um, I think in the Virginia Beach area, it's going to be on Channel 10, I think, as it was last year, but it might be on Comcast. Oh, yeah, Aaron, Josh, and John are all going to be together to watch this game at John's house. That's right. Oh, Josh, you're coming too? Yeah, man. Sweet. Excellent. Yeah, dude, get an extra bag of chips. BFF <laughs> <laughs> beast. Get an extra... Get t- Totino party rolls. Get an extra party bag of party Totino's party rolls. Yeah, get the right. mega-sized party rolls. They got the mega-sized ones now. And maybe a couple extra-large pizzas. They're like the size of small small egg rolls. <laughs> Excellent. The, the, the mega-sized pizza rolls are the size of small egg rolls. <laughs> All right, dudes. Excellent. Um, at least all I can say is we got a W, which is much better than we did for the first uh, seven weeks of football season last year. Man, don't remind me, man. That was horrible. So, we're undefeated, dudes, just like I said. <laughs> That's right. In any event... Um, Steelers this weekend, they should be a pushover. Oh, yeah. One of our listeners, Logan, uh, sent in an email. He said that he's got a podcast. He wants everyone to check it out. Um, you can find it over on iTunes. And I believe it's called 4th and 10. So go ahead and check out Logan's podcast if you get a chance. It's a Redskins podcast? It's a uh, Redskins podcast. Okay, cool. All right. And, Logan, we wish you... Since we're we're talking about other folks, um, 
by the way, I don't even know if I told you guys this. I spoke with Will over at uh, Hogs Haven this past week, and um, and I think we're going to try to get him on the cast next week. So, oh, fantastic. Um, you guys haven't been to what, Hogs Haven. Dot com. Great website. Yeah. Great website. Go check it out. Uh, yeah. he, he does a good job over there. Uh, otherwise known as Skin Patrol, but uh, dude, he's like a super fan too. Because I'm signed up to get these Google alerts at work, and half the articles that get sent in to me are for his website. Yeah, there's usually one like almost every day. Yeah, from his website. Yeah, and it's and very it's really so because they're really good in-depth stuff. So yeah, yeah. thanks thanks for uh, carrying that torch there, Will. Yeah, man. All and, right. Um, uh, what else? We got random risk in the week. Oh, we got a we got a special random red skin of the week this week. You want me to put yeah. the music in? Hold on, you want me to put the music in? Um, do you want to put it in now or put it in post? We'll put it in now. All right, hold on. All right, dude. I've heard people say that. All right, this week's random red so skin of the week is a linebacker out of Maryland. He played for the Redskins from 1960 to 1964. His name was, I kid you not, Rod Breed Love. <laughs> oh yeah, Rod Breed Love. The random red skin of the week. Nice. Rod Breed Love, congratulations, you are the random red skin of the week. Rod Breed Love. I don't know how I missed this one all the way through 90 episodes. What a great name. Hey, dudes, I counted it up, and we should hit our 100th episode around the Green Bay game. Uh, yeah. In 10 100 weeks. 100 episodes of Harry Hog. <laughs> and actually, there were some in-between episodes, too, so we're probably, this is probably actually like our 94th or 95th total. Yeah, yeah, if you count like the point five and stuff. Yeah. But, we uh, lost episode number we'll, two. We'll keep it official. 10 more weeks, and we'll do uh, episode 100. Let's do something big. All right, dudes. Let's do something big. Rod Breedlove to come hang out. <laughs> maybe we can get like lots of special lady friends. Hey, maybe we could get like a real red skin. Dude, maybe we could get a real red skin on the show. You know, like a scrub, like Princess Prelude or something, or like Ocho. <laughs> like we've been talking shit about you for like weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Could you be on the golf podcast for us? <laughs> That'd be awesome, dude. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> well, maybe we'll get someone who, who might not end up making the team, like Anthony Trump. Or, like, <laughs> or Casey Graham, Casey Bramlett, man. <laughs> get him. Just step on here. Yeah, try to get Casey Bramlett. <laughs> All right, dudes, we gotta wrap this yeah. thing up. We gotta wrap this thing up. It's gone like way overtime with Barry White in the background. <laughs> Alright, dudes. Um, hail to the Redskins. Uh, don't forget the game on Saturday night against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And if you see a Cowboys fan, Every time you're here, I feel a change. Something.